Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Bath Bag Breakup, who says, I, 24 female, resent having to help my mother, 49 female, with her disability. I moved in with my mother a few years ago to help her pay rent so she could divorce my father, 47 male. An alcoholic, he's been sober since. Since then, her rheumatoid arthritis has escalated to the point she can't move one of her hands. She's depressed, overweight, and getting more and more disabled. I'm the only other person in the apartment, so she's asking me multiple times a day to do something or help her do stuff. She wakes me up to button her clothes or hook up her bra. She calls me in there to bring her food or something to drink. Every time I walk past her room, she calls for me to do something for her. She got a small dog before we moved, and she can't even take care of him. He's untrained, and he doesn't mind commands. She asks me to walk him and most of the time I say no. I almost convinced her to get rid of him, but she changed her mind last minute. Now, I'm pretty introverted and I can go multiple weeks, even months without needing to speak to family members. I love my family and would do them favors or go out of my way for them when it arises, but I just have no interest in talking on the phone or really having conversations for more than half an hour or so. I say this to point out how tiring it is to have my mother constantly talking to me and asking me to help. It just exhausts me. Constant socialization is overwhelming for me, but for her, she lives on it. I work full time and want to come home and be left alone. She has recently been unable to work for a few weeks due to her non-functional hand. She's also extremely nosy and constantly asking questions and just really invasive questions. I go by the idea. I tell you what I want you to know. She goes by the idea. If I want to know something, I'll ask you. I sort of snapped on her today. I just wanted to enjoy my weekend and relax playing video games and watching Netflix. I recognize it sounds childish, but we both work at an extremely high-stress job. I really just wanted a day to not worry about anything. She came in again to talk and I immediately sighed and asked what she wanted. She said she needs me to go get her meds and go to the store to pick up bread and milk. It's really a small request, but I'm just so sick of doing stuff for her. I absolutely resent taking care of her and it pisses me off. She could tell I was extremely irritated so she asked why I was mad. I told her I would like a day where she just doesn't talk to me. I want to be left alone. She started crying, apologized and closed my door. I tried to save it by explaining I genuinely just don't want anyone to talk to me but it comes off on her because we live together. But she just closed the door. I have zero interest in constantly having to be the one to do chores and simple tasks because she can't. It makes me hate her. Rationally, I know she needs help and she didn't choose to have this disease. She constantly cries and is depressed she has to ask for help. 
I love my mother, but I am not cut out for this. I have my own depression I have to balance out, and dealing with hers and her disability isn't helping. I feel like a huge brat, a terrible person, and an all-around awful daughter, but I just can't muster any desire to be a caretaker. I don't know what to do. No other family members live close enough to help. We can't afford any paid help. I'm just stuck. Edit. My mother is technically employed full-time. She just recently got on extended medical leave, like the last couple of weeks for a surgery, but the chores and tasks have been the same. They've just gotten worse in the past month as her hand has locked up. But a deleted user says, you need to reach out to family for help. This isn't healthy for you at all. Your life wasn't brought into this world to sacrifice it to your mother. Reach out to your dad, literally any of your relatives to help you figure out a way to get your mother into another situation. An apartment of her own, maybe. OP says, yeah, I never saw it as sacrifice in my life for hers. It just happened gradually over time. Finally, I just realized how much she depends on me. I can call my aunts, her sisters for help, but they live an hour away. So it'd have to be a family powwow. My dad wishes her the best, but they're not on speaking terms. The divorce is still pending and he's trying to take half of a 401k. He's a real keeper. This village just says you're experiencing caretaker burnout, which is completely 100% normal. Friction between adults living with parents who continue the parent dynamic is also normal. Have you and your mother looked into what resources there are that she can utilize for her care? OP says, we never took disability options seriously until recently. She has worked full time until just recently when her hand locked up. She is now on extended medical leave. Growly says, if you can, get your mother to see an occupational therapist. Their job is to help people do the tasks that they need or want to do, but can't because of injury, disability, etc. They will be able to help you access aids mentioned by other posters such as button hooks, shoelaces, etc. They can also talk to her about strategies she can use to make things easier without using other equipment. An occupational therapist is there to help your mother be as independent as possible and reduce the burden on you. So now we're going to move on to the update to see how Opie dealt with the situation and says, well, I'm 25 now. Anyway, I know my post didn't get super popular, but I know Reddit likes updates. Here's my original post and shares the link. The issue with my mother all started to work out without even trying only a couple of days after my post. It turns out her hand had locked up because her wrist was full of staff. They had surgery to go in and to check on her tendons and realized it was an infection. She spent the next couple of months mostly staying with my aunt since they had more free time to help her out due to me working full time. She had to get a pick line and all of that jazz. Lately, she's gotten more mobility back in her hand and can do most stuff she could before. It was hard, but I basically had the apartment for myself for ages. It was a nice cooling down period. She then decided to go ahead and retire from her job because she, one, hated it and two, couldn't really work in the same capacity. My oldest aunt had authority over my granny's home and land she left behind after she passed. So her and my other aunt decided my mother could buy out their ownership on the land so my mother could move up there and live within 25 minutes of the, of both of them. She moved in early October and I went to live back with my grandmother until I could afford my own place. Everyone was extremely excited and happy with the decision since my mum had been missing being close to her family for years. She'd be only 10 minutes from one of my aunts who was her best friend, as well as most of her family now lives within 30 to 45 minutes of her. Unfortunately, my middle aunt, the one closest to my mother and her best friend, 
passed away unexpectedly in early December at 53. Heart problems. So less than two months after my mother was going to catch a break, she lost her best friend. So that has been hard on her. She has been doing really well and was much happier in the first few months. Thankfully, the deceased aunt's son, who will be 18 next week, stays over a lot, as well as my oldest aunt's son who lives down the road. They're over there all the time and help her out. My sister and her husband also live about 30 minutes away and can come over frequently. My oldest aunt also stops by a few times a week to do some stuff around the house since she's a go-getter type of person. I'm there every other weekend or so since I'm two hours away. It's less stressful for both of us now. Other people are usually there which gives me less to do when I am staying over. My oldest aunt will be handling her disability work and is hopeful since RA has its own completely category for benefits. I want to thank everyone who gave advice and I hope you are well. And it's nice to see a mostly positive update that come from this. Obviously, the mother's best friend passing away isn't great everyone being excited and happy with the decision of mum moving closer to the family and you know getting that support that she's probably going to need from now going forward as well and the family being able to supply it is a good thing as well as the stress being taken away from op and the worry as well i can only imagine what was going through your mind in the initial part of the story when you know you were stuck in the house you were seeing you were seeing your mother's health not in the best place and probably worrying about your future at the same time as well as dealing with the stresses that you're currently dealing with. I'm super glad things worked out for you. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And our next story comes from the True Off My Chest subreddit from Prize Blueberry 6407. It does have an update. I wouldn't say it's concluded though. And it's titled, My 19 male, brother-in-law 26 male is convinced that I'm in love with him. Pretty much what the title says. I've never posted on here before, but I do like to read the story sometimes. So a few months ago, my sister, let's call her Diana, got married to my brother-in-law, who we'll call Mike. I'm the youngest of three siblings, Diana and my brother, who we're called Carlos. I came out as gay when I was 14, and my immediate family, my parents and siblings were all supportive. My extended family, uncles, aunts, cousins and grandparents are less accepting, so, so I don't tend to be as out and open around them. I graduated high school and started college two years ago when I was 17. 
I go to the same college that my sister is doing grad school at, and to save costs, I've been staying with her and her then fiancé at their apartment. Mike has always been really nice, and I was happy that my sister was with a nice guy. My siblings and I have always been super close, and that closeness didn't go away when I started living with Diana, so I would often end up hanging out with them and their friends sometimes. The semester just ended for the two of us, and we all went home this weekend to stay with my parents. We had a big family dinner, during which Mike kept making little jokes about me like in older guys. My boyfriend is 23, and how he would try to keep me away from him and his buddies. Me and my siblings questioned him about these jokes he was making, until he finally stopped making them. That was last night. This morning, my siblings and my parents went on a hike, which is a family activity that we usually enjoy thanks to us living close to the woods. I slept in and no one wanted to bother me, so they went without me. I figured that everyone had gone, but when I was eating my cereal in the living room and watching TV, Mike came out of the kitchen and sat next to me. I was surprised to see him, as I figured that he would have gone on the hike, but I guess not. He started by apologizing for making fun of me and then said that it was just a nervous tick of his when he didn't want to talk about something serious. He said that it was wrong of him to joke about my crush on him. I was super confused and asked for clarification. And he said that he knew about the crush I have on him, which I don't. I asked him why he would think that. and He cited a few things that he took as me liking him. One, that I would always hang out with him and Diana. Two, I chose to live with him instead of dorms. Three, that he barely knew my boyfriend. And four, that I didn't bring my boyfriend to their wedding. I tried to tell him that he was insane and that none of that meant I liked him and that they all had real explanations, but he just insisted that I was just trying to cover up the fact that I was in love with him. That was a few hours ago. I haven't told anyone in my family this yet and I didn't have lunch with my family since I've had plans to be out with high school friends all day. One friend suggested that I post this here, so I guess that's why I'm doing this. I'll be sure to update if anything serious happens. Thanks for reading. LOL. Now for him to hang back as well while they're going on the hikes, so I'm assuming he knew he was alone, you know, I'm just assumptions here. And then for him to say that, you know, you liked him or have a crush on him, which you clearly said you don't, and why is he thinking that? And even when you denied it to him, he kept insisting... It just felt like projection to me. Again, this may be one too many stories that I've read. I mean, I've read thousands of Reddit stories, so <laughs> I've seen a lot of the worst case situations. But as I was reading this, it certainly felt like there was projection going on within that. But we're going to go down to the comments and see if we can see. Let's see what we can get out of there. But Lisa says, first thing I would do is tell your sister that your brother-in-law thinks you have a crush on him. Tell her first and go from there. I say this because if you don't tell your sister and your brother-in-law tells us something different, it may cause a rift in your relationship with your family depending on what he says. Considering he is convinced you have a crush on him, he may tell his version of the truth, which could vary from yours. Depending on how your sister reacts and what she wants to do, you have some options. If she believes you but doesn't do anything with brother-in-law, start hanging out with sister-in-law without brother-in-law. Call it sibling bonding or something. Start making your distance. This guy could be dangerous to you. Edit. OP, whatever you do, make sure you are safe first and foremost in whatever action you choose. Olive View says, Did he stay behind in hopes of talking to you alone? Maybe the real issue is he has developed a crush on you. If he continues making jokes or whatnot, then I might consider saying something to your sister. But if it ends here, we'll try to bring your boyfriend around a little more. 
I don't even understand why he felt the need to bring it up to you. Kind of weird. Introspect on it says brother-in-law sounds predatory and like he's trying to gaslight you into thinking it's your idea. Is your sister his beard? One more comment from Psychotica1 who says you should probably make other living arrangements as soon as possible. If he has a crush on you, he's going to throw you under the bus before you can out him. This has the potential to really mess up your relationship with your sister at the very least. And I don't want to think about the worst case scenario. So OP comes in with what they're calling a small update and says, Hello everyone, I have no idea that this would take off the way it did. I have a bit of a small update. I spent the night at my friend's house last night. This was planned before any of this. This morning I woke up and saw all of your comments and speculations. I took some time to reflect on the two main possibilities that you all seem to have come up with. Either A, he's one of those straight guys that thinks that all gay guys are attracted to him, definitely met a few of those, or B, he likes me and is projecting it, or trying to make it sound like my idea. After thinking about it a lot, I think that is more likely to be the second option. I'm a person who really loves physical displays of affection, like hugs and cuddles and stuff. My siblings and I are super close like I said, so I was used to showing affection this way. Looking back, I realized that Mike was more than willing to show affection this way, as my sister is the same. Mike and Diana had been dating since high school, but I only really got to know him in the last two years at college. He was always open to physical affection with me right off the bat. There have been many comments that he has made that I took as harmless at the time, but now with the context, I realize may have been clues. He would almost always ask me how he looked, like before he went out for the day, and would in turn compliment me back. I took things that he said as jokes, like when he told me that my ass looked good in an outfit, or he would tell me that I looked just like my sister, who is gorgeous. I always took this as him being nice, but now I'm not sure if this was his only intention. Anyway, to the actual update. This morning, I called for a sibling meeting at a diner that we like to go to. Sibling meetings are something that we've been doing since we were kids, where we'd talk about things like convincing our parents to get us a pet or splitting the household chores. We met at the diner for brunch and my brother immediately went on and said how weird it was that Mike was making jokes about me. Diana said that he was still making jokes to her privately after dinner and that it wasn't the first time he'd made those types of jokes. She said that she figured that he was one of those guys that gay guys liked him. But then I told him about his apology yesterday morning and all the comments and other jokes he's made and we all think it was pretty weird. I showed them my post and they briefly read through the comments as well. My sister said that she would talk to him about it and told me that no matter what happened, she would never hold anything against me or blame me for anything. So that was reassuring. We had food and I went back to my friend's house and my sister said she would let me know if anything happens. I also text my boyfriend about all this. He's British, so we have a bit of a time difference. He hasn't responded, but I want to be sure to keep him in the loop as well. I'm currently with my friends watching them play a video game and pretending to know what's going on. Lol. I'll keep you all updated. And that's why I mentioned it's certainly not concluded at this point, but I'm not sure what's going to happen. Is the boyfriend going to try and twist this round in some kind of way? Is he just going to accept it? Is it going to be something else completely? What are your thoughts on this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, it's amazing. And hopefully, I will see you 
in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.